Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. Next up, we have NBA champion, Dancing with the Stars champion, and family man, Iman Shumpert. Coming up, I talked to Iman about playing with LeBron, becoming a ballroom dancer, and life with Tiana Taylor. Up next, Iman Shumpert. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Download the podcast, leave a five-star rating, tell a friend to tell a friend about the Renaissance Man, new episode dropping every Thursday. Who's been your favorite guest? Who would you like to see on the show? What's been your favorite segment? Is it Gone in 60 Seconds? Is it Last Call? The Renaissance Man. I appreciate the support. This week's theme is family over everything. Whether chosen or bonded by genetics, whether you want to call it by another name like a network, a tribe, or a community, the one thing that stands true is that you need it. Family is the root of a life fulfilled. A true family is linked by joy and respect for each other and the act of passing down that legacy of joy and love for future generations. I've been really fortunate. My oldest daughter, Mariah, is a senior at the University of Georgia. Not only is she graduating, but she's already working her second career in multimedia. She has her own show called Untitled. She works for Buckets. I'm so very proud of her. And so many times I've heard people come up to her and say, do you play basketball? And she kindly tells them, no, I played volleyball when I was in high school. I played a little basketball. But what we chuckle and laugh under our breath that the world now knows is that she's following in my footsteps in a different arena, multimedia. And people so often go through life wondering what life's all about, trying to find a true meaning. But at the end of the day, life is all about the people you can't live without. The strength of a family is like the strength of an army. It lies in its loyalty to each other. So don't find time for your family. Make time for your family. My next guest knows all about that. Iman Shumpert is an NBA champion, a Dancing with the Stars champion, a talented rapper and more. But the titles he wears, like a badge of honor, is that a father and husband. Coming up, I talked to Iman Shumpert 
about growing up in Illinois, fatherhood, and life outside of the NBA. Up next, Iman Shumper. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man Podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Our next guest is a 2016 NBA champion, a 2021 Dancing with the Stars champion, has bars, lockdown defender, can make the three. Oh, and by the way, is a father, husband, and the true definition of a renaissance man. It is my honor to welcome Iman Shumper to the show. Tell us about growing up outside of Chicago and at what point in your life did you realize you love basketball and being an entertainer? I just came over my brothers. I wanted to be uh, the best in the house. And then I wanted to, you know, move into being the best in the city and in the state and then the world. I think basketball gave a universal language to me and my brothers to just want to be the best at whatever we put our foot forward in. And uh, I guess it was like, it gave us structure, man. It was like, I, I, I kind of knew I needed some structure, but basketball, like it, it just never failed me in that regard. So I was like, if they get paid to do this, <laughs> and Mogs is like, like falling on the floor. Like, like when I saw Mike fall on the floor, hugging that rock, I'm like, gee, what is making this grown ass man sit here and cry? Like what? I don't see my father cry. Mm. Like what is making these people cry? Like what is it? What is it about that, that getting that gold ball? What is it? Like, what is it? I want to see what it is. And then I'm seeing Mike pull up smoking a cigar in a Corvette. I'm like, what is that? Like, how you, man come with a different color Corvette all the time. But they like, man, who? The man who? Just stay in school and keep moving. So I'm like, if it could take care of everything that I got to get taken care of, I'm going I'm to keep my head on straight for this move. So tell us about, like, your childhood. Like, what was it like for you, like, going to school and high school? What was, what was your journey like? I say with a, uh, a small collection of friends, I say I probably like 10 to 12 guys that was like, you know, we went to different schools and, you know, grammar school and then middle school, we started teaming up a little bit. And by high school, we like concrete together. But um, yeah, it was just no different public school. And we were supposed to be a, a, a small town that wasn't supposed to be winning games and we just, we didn't care. We, we, we wanted to play with that energy. We wanted to match whatever energy you had going on. We wanted competition. And like high school for me was go to war with basketball. And afterwards, like I'm, I'm walking home and, and we rapping. Like I, I just remember going to get sunflower seeds and, and walking walking down the blocks like dropping off you know we, we walking past my, my one homie crib then we, we walking past his crib we're gonna go in here because his grandma cook you know what i'm saying like whatever whatever we were doing we were rapping we were talking about the clothes we supposed to have <laughs> talking about what we wanted to do because we can't do it but uh yeah i just remember a lot of like just blue collar mentality like taking the train going downtown 
trying to stay out of trouble, do the, do the right stuff. But I, I mean, I was any high school kid, any middle school kid, like I made the mistakes. When I go talk to those kids and I have uh, um, times that kids come up to me and ask me questions, I keep it honest with them. I'm like, gee, I was you, I was you. Like, you know how it is, Jay. Like, oh, yeah. you go up there, you 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 want to, you like, yeah, I want to tell my side, but it's like, gee, I sat in y'all's seat. I know what y'all doing. Y'all probably not listening, making fun of me when I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I love this celebration of a Black family and Man. the homage that you pay to your friends and your loved ones because it does take a village. And I heard you loud and clear when you said you even had people to take the blame for you. Yeah. I've been there too. And I appreciate that. And I've also seen the Interrupted series that you're cooking with your dad. And there's so many amazing Black fathers out there. And we never really truly get to see the father-son dynamic for public consumption. So I appreciate that you guys are doing that. Did you understand how important that was when you wanted to do that show, to show other people that look like us the power of a black family? Um, you mean the reality series? Yes. Um, with the reality show, I ain't gonna lie, when I went into it, I I, I was probably the, the little negative Nancy. I was a little, uh, <laughs> I didn't know how to feel about it. You know, we was, we were still, I was still on a team when they was first trying to film it. And I was like, I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get it. And um, I think the first time I got to see it unravel and see the episodes and see, you know, because by the time I see it, when it comes out, we filmed it already. It's being edited. So my, my daughter is like a year older by the time I see it. And as I'm watching it, I'm seeing her growth. I'm seeing little things that just because she's wearing a microphone and I might not be there right then and there, but now I'm seeing her behavior when I'm not around and I'm seeing her thoughts. I'm seeing uh, how my wife is with uh, handling business. Uh, you know, all the times that I'm just not there. Uh, I got to see um, what it did to people, what you were talking about. Uh, people come up to me from, I don't know, 60 to, 15 saying that they like the show. They love the show. Oh my God, I love June. Oh man, I love that you and Tiana are so honest with mm -hmm. uh, not knowing what you're doing, but you know, not being afraid of what you have to do. Uh, there's there's uh, a power in honesty, uh, especially in a world that's not fabricated, but trying so hard to, it, it, they mean well, but mm -hmm. trying so hard for perfection Correct. that they're forgetting <laughs> what this is really about. And um, I think that uh, our show, once I realized that our show could be that soft reminder for people mm -hmm. to say, hey guys, we're humans. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we could act perfect. Like we've never let a curse word slip in front of our children, but you know, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like. How do we how do we have the conversation with our how do I how do I have the conversation with my child and really monitor the way they want to deliver their words, the way they want to deliver their their thoughts if I can't even get them to be honest with their how they speak? 
um, so nervous about what my dad would think, but I was cursing up a storm at school. <laughs> and I'm like, my, my thing is now I'm like, uh, I, I kind of want to break that cycle. It's like, Junie, if you cursing, like, I don't want you just out here just, you know what I mean? Doing no, no, nothing crazy. And this is, of course, this is going to be in a couple of years that I'm saying this Definitely. is going to be no when it starts, when yes, it, it starts, like, it's this is just what it is. It's real. It is they, what it is. They walk up, the they music, walk up to they second grade. WWW could go anywhere. You'd rather learn it yeah. at home. It's like, I, I just want to be able to have honest conversations and open dialogue with her. Uh, my wife, same thing. She would rather for the transparency be there uh, because we found uh, that for us, tailoring parenting became what traumatized us the most, right? Mm -hmm. what, do we, what do we protect? That was our foundation. What are, what is, where do we protect our foundation? And everything else that you build with parenting is literally like trial and error. There are only 4,000 plus people to ever play in the NBA. There are very few people that not only get a chance to win the championship, but get a chance to play with LeBron James. So as we start having these GOAT conversations and seeing and being a teammate of LeBron, can you acknowledge for us what makes him so special of a player and person? Um, I'm gonna start as a person because I think we, we automatically just make people superheroes in the wrong regard. The man knocks himself off of a pedestal to be at every kid's game. Mm. Um, when his kids come around, I, I always measure men through their children. Like, I'm, I'm huge with that. Like, if I can't see you in your kid, you know what I mean? It's just a it's it's an issue for me. So I I've been around LeBron's kids, you know, early on and being able to see his mannerisms. They want to do his handshakes with him. Um the way they joke, the way uh he could bring them to when we're getting shots up, he could bring them there and after every set, mm -hmm. the only time he breaks focus is to light up with a smile because his kids are on the sideline. Um, him encouraging us to, that we could bring, like that was one cool thing about being on the Cavs. Like we made it our business, like our families can come. You know what I'm saying? Like if we go into the gym, somebody got, uh, you know, their son with them, like, yeah, bring that man to the gym. Let him get a taste of this, the stuff that we didn't get to see as kids. You know what I'm saying? And uh LeBron's always preaching that. Uh, no matter how high he's gone, he's never withheld information. Like, mm -hmm. There's guys that I felt like, you in the league, bro, you've been in the league so long and you got so much up here and it's just like, you're not telling me nothing. Like, it's going bad right now. The SpongeBob picture is happening. It's blurry. The right. crowd's going crazy. I don't know what's going on. Like, just tell me. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can communicate it. And LeBron can communicate it in a hundred ways. Mm -hmm. He can tell you about every coach and every system. Mm -hmm. He can tell you 
uh, what everybody shoots from the right corner and the left corner. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's when you see how dialed in somebody is, it makes it easy for him to say, go back door. You're going to go. I'm not going to look around. I'm not going. I'm not what I'm going to do. He, he understands. You know what I mean? He understands. If I tell him, hey, man, no, I can't because this man keep cutting off this lane. He said, all right, cool. So he'll set up a screen in the beginning of the play that makes that switch early for me. So when I'm coming off that screen, I don't, don't see that guy that I had an issue with. And I don't know why I didn't think of it, but he thought of it. <laughs> right, right. I don't know why I, did. I don't know why I didn't come up with that solution, but he has the solution, and he's not going to keep it a secret. Like, that's why I applaud, dude. Like it was like I, I got, I'm a, I'm a, a super competitor, and I'm gonna talk trash. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get into it with Bron while we on the team. I'm gonna say stuff. I'm gonna do all that. But when they come to like giving roses, like as far as this league, bro, we got some incredible men walking around this league. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've got some incredible guys walking around this league, and I know that's why the league wants the media on it as opposed to just quick reports and blogs and stuff like that. But um, there's incredible human beings, yeah. and they're starting families and being more open, and I, I'm loving that part. The NBA is letting us bring the kids on the court. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy all of that. You know, I'm a big dad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, two little and daddy's girls. Brian too, and Steph Curry and yourself. Love it. Because I get a chance to see them be sons, fathers, husbands. And you mentioned your wife, the incredibly talented Tiana Taylor. So yeah. I want to ask you a question, a couple of questions about her. So how, like, tell us something about her that you really enjoy or that you see around the house that you get a chance to see off wax that would surprise a lot of people that don't get a chance to see her other than when she's performing or doing shows? Uh, she don't work out and she don't what? eat like LeBron. What? Yeah, she, don't. <laughs> she don't work out and she don't eat like LeBron. That's, I don't know how she, I don't know how she looked the way she looked. Her genetics are just insane. But she, all she does is dance. Her dance is her workout. Mm-hmm. And uh, being around her, I say the, the one thing that, that's like cliche, but unbelievably cool is, you know, like at night when it's just like, there's time that you need to just like turn the phone on that little like quiet, just let something play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes Tiana just sings. Wow. Like she just, she just sort of just like she's not trying Man, to live in the not, life. Y'all hear this? Yeah, it just it's just like sometimes she just sort of sings and like me and Junie just like we we love it, you know. Wow. And Junie Junie goes back and forth with her sometimes, playing with her the time while she always singing. But it's uh, you know, sometimes she gets silly after a while. But like she'll wake up with a raspy voice and sing Adele. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, that's incredible that you can do that. And it's regular to her. Like, I, I don't know if uh, people like woo, woo their spouse to all sing to me and everything. But like, <laughs> it's just, it's just sort of cool when you just walking through the house and you hear it and it's like, God, that's beautiful. <laughs> when <laughs> the rest of us out. listening to music, you're actually listening to your wife, Sarah yeah, and the family. Incredible. So very talented. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Man. But also, 
for those that don't know, you also got bars. Oh yeah, all right. See, also. Yeah. So, who are some of your favorite artists then and now? Um, then and now, I'm a I'm a Method Man, Method Man, Eminem, Andre, mm. Kanye, Lupe, Jay, and then um, new artists. I'm listening to like J.I.D. and um, Dirk Herb. I'm a big Polo G fan too. The mm-hmm. energy, it's the energy of Polo G. And a lot of, I, I know I name a lot of Chicago artists, people be on me for that, but I just, I understand their energy. And, and um, I feel like they, the, the guys like Dirk and, and Herb, for a while, I felt like when they rapped, it was just like, it was just a younger thought process that I, I wasn't all the way tapped into, but they've stepped into that that past 25 mode that is just like, they finna give you some really, really good music right now. And um, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm stuck in right now. Just people that, that paint a picture how I know it. Like, I, I kind of like, look at music for real like art if i walked in a room can y'all really put on wax like what i'm seeing in my head what i really been through like can you really walk me through it like have you really sat in the same spot and i feel like they do a lot of that for me not only does my brother have a championship ring hooping and knows how to tango make sure y'all go support this new single that's out right now outside It's out right now. Tell us yeah. about the single, getting into the studio. What's next for you as an artist? Um, I mean, I'm always in the studio, but I, uh, my thing was always, I would release something and then I go back to work. I go to Hoover and I don't promote it. I don't, <laughs> and then it's like, now it's boring to me. Like I already made, a bunch of new songs and I ain't really into it. Um, so my newest thing is just, I, I finally hired um, my media guys that are just being able to shoot more stuff. And I think I'm gonna just take the mask down, man. I think so much of my entertainer side is blocked just from, you, you wanna be clean cut, you wanna be everything that you're supposed to be for the league. But it's like, like right now, how I'm looking at it, it's just like, bro, the league getting younger. And I've been out the league a year and a half now. If it, if it doesn't happen, I can't be sitting here twirling my thumbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just like, everything's a go. And if I take the mask off and we get to that road and they like, oh, we had a job for you, put your mask off. I'm just like, that's just tough for me. But, you know what I mean? It's just at this point, I'm just like, I'm going I'm to work my ass off and do what I do in the gym because I love basketball. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether I'm going to be in the league or not, I love basketball and I like being able to take my shirt off on the beach. So it's like, <laughs> I'm going to be in the gym either way it go. <laughs> now, whether or not y'all going to call me when the season starts, that's another thing. But I'm, I'm going to continue to, in the summer, 
You know what I'm saying? When all the guys is out there hooping, it's like, I'm gonna get out there and it don't, it ain't gonna look sorry. I ain't just gonna be out right. there being sorry. Right. So it's like, I, when those conversations start chirping and happening and those sites start blasting and saying, oh, you know, he looks nice or whatever. I'm just, I'm to the point now where it's like, I can't play the waiting game. Like, I'm just not a 22 year old. If I was a 22 year old, it's like, yeah, I could sit here and pout with my arms folded. Like I should be in the NBA. Right. But it's like I'm a 31 year old guy that 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 been through a number of surgeries that uh, I'm looking at it like a businessman now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna be ready if the call happens, but if the call doesn't happen, like we push forward. You know what I mean? We don't we don't move bitter. We move with grace around here. So it's like I don't I don't have those those mental lapses where it's like oh what do I do now? I've never been that type of kid. Like. If I'd never made it to the NBA at 21, it was like, I hope y'all didn't think I was going to go home broke. Like, I told my mama I was getting her a house. Like, she don't like that goddamn house. I'm getting rid of that house. No doubt. Like, if you write it down and tell it to yourself every day, you're going to get that done. You know what I'm saying? Or else you're going to piss yourself off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and by the way, for any NBA teams, they can also always use what you bring. Because you know, I followed your game really closely, and you do things that don't necessarily show up in the stat sheet. In particular, toughness. That's one of the things that, to me, the league is missing. They go more for like who can shoot from the furthest versus mm -hmm. like who can defend the person who's gonna okay. shoot from the furthest. And so I agree with you there should be a spot for you at 31 years of age because when I watch the league, there are a lot of 30 pluses that still balling. Yeah. But you, I, I come with a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I understand. Like, I don't, the reason why I can't take it, because it's like, it's the same thing I was saying about the reality show, right? That's the curse. There's mm. The gift and there's the curse. The Got curse it. is, what does he want to do? He raps. He does this, he does that. It's like, so I was supposed to keep all that. Oh, you boarded a job. Got it. I get it. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all, my whole life, y'all gave me the, oh man, like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. What if you don't make it to the NBA? Oh, he has to stay in school. It's like, yo, I went to school. I went for engineering school. Y'all taught me to engineer the music. I learned how to make my own album. Now I can't do it. Mm. It's like, what if I went to be a mechanic? If I work on your car, that's cooler. Like, what is, I don't get it. Like, what, you know what I mean? And I'm like, and with this wave, I'm like, the coolest thing about the music wave that I also fell in love with is I'm like, they always talk about like, why athletes want to be the rappers and the rappers want to be the athletes. Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest reasons is we get to watch rappers, they get to bring everybody with them. Yep. Like I get to watch them go to the shows and bring 20 people going to the tour, but just bring everybody with them and say, these are the rules. This is how it goes. I got to watch my wife say, no, my, my, my daughter get a dressing room. Mm -hmm. They boom, she got a green room, dressing room, all that name on it, all that mm -hmm. own writer. And I'm like, it's cool that they are able to hold a value solo mm -hmm. that says, this is just my name. Mm -hmm. and y'all have to do X, Y, and Z or I'm not showing up. Mm -hmm. And being able to leverage your own name, I was in love with that. I think a lot of athletes are in love with that because so much of ours is sharing our name mm -hmm. 
now with the front of your jersey, which is under an owner. And it's like even hearing that word, you hear owner, and you just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm somebody's controlling me. That's the plan to, to just keep on challenging myself with, with as much as I can. Man, I, my mother always preached to me to be more than a than just a, a stupid ball player. She always yeah. <laughs> it was like our little inside joke. She's like, you gotta be more than just a stupid ball player. Like, don't be no stupid ball player. Exactly. Um, so it's just yeah, they did. You ain't gonna be no dumb job. But I know you yeah. gotta get out of here, family. But before I let you get out of here, I have a rapid fire segment called Gone in 60 Seconds. You ready to do this? All right. Who would you like to see Tiana Taylor face in a versus? Oh, it's in a versus. Uh, Kehlani? Mmm. That's a good one. Name one NBA player besides yourself who deserves more credit for their ability to rap. Miles Bridges. Ooh, the bridge is over, my guy Flinttown. Lastly, name one artist that you love to collaborate with. One artist I would love to collab with. Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Y'all yeah. heard it on the Renaissance, man. We about to work to make this happen. <laughs> I'm with my guy. We gonna yeah. broker this, family. We need to make yeah, we need, it happen. Yeah, we That's need to cook something up. And one more, one more. Which ballroom dance style was the hardest to learn? Viennese walks. Mm. Ooh, nice, slow, nice, slow, and boring. You crushed it, my brother. We were all voting for you and rooting for you. I appreciate you joining me on the Renaissance, man. Continue success, and we'll definitely get up and break bread soon. Appreciate you, Jeff. Yes, sir. Last call. Last call. I'd like to thank Iman Shumpert for stopping by the podcast. And congratulations to him, Tiana Taylor and their two beautiful baby girls for making the latest cover of Ebony Magazine. They are two great examples of young people building a foundation for themselves, establishing a legacy and leading with purpose. One thing that stuck out to me about Iman is his drive to experience the same championship feeling of winning a ring in the NBA in every other venture that he tries, including ballroom dancing, something he competed at for the very first time against some celebrities that actually had a background in dance. And guess what he did? He won. He's determined to be a winner in everything that he does, which is a great reminder for each of us to adopt that same attitude. What are your passions and interests? What are you doing today to get there? Figure out what you need to do and do it. Have more done than said. It's that simple. I'm the Renaissance Man. See you next week.